Thank you for listening to the Fold and Behold podcast. My name is Leandro Patalio. You can find me here at foldandbehold.com. On my email is going to be foldandbehold at gmail.com. And the, my Instagram and SoundCloud are going to be under this same title. Um, just want to make sure to let you know that you can actually find my podcast now on the Google Play Store. I just recently found out how to do that. And I'm just happy that it's going to be available. I haven't been using the statistics too much yet just because I haven't had too many uh, too many followers or whatever, but just want to make sure that's letting you know. That's known. The link will be in the description of this video. I will post it on SoundCloud and now the Google Play Store. Um, so thank you. Um, just a quick thing. Uh, I did uh, find a little bit of success, at least success for me, on the last episode. Um, I ended up posting... The last episode was going to be on the show Atlanta, and I ended up posting it on the subreddit subreddit of the Atlanta show. I got a couple people listening, so if you're new and you're starting to listen from that, you know, I appreciate it. I just had not had any type of success, or as much success as that. It looked like over 200 people listened to it, so I was very happy about that result. So thank you very much. I was very glad to have you listening. And if you're just tuning in now, this episode is going to be on the artist Porter Robinson and the animated state of electronic dance music. Blending his inspiration of video games, anime, music, Porter Robinson has made his name in the electronic dance music scene as being outside of the club banger scene we see it today. With his early exposures to EEM scene as an, at an early age of 18 through the Beatports uh, website, uh, he's made grand success touring with Skrillex and Zed um, uh, from his new title fame. His influences in music have since gone far beyond the music uh, the electronic dance music scene from uh, stemming from a lot of inspiration from video games animation and creating a whole world within his music his last album which was released in 2014 titled worlds was a very unique step in the genre that he has changed as a dj he's made a very grand influence on the world of all different types of genres this uh, from dance dance revolution where he got his first inspiration for music and now he has um, released a new video of collaborating with i believe it's a1 Studios over in Japan and working on an anime short that is just beautifully done. He has been influencing a lot of the electronic dance music scene and a lot of the different types of entertainment that we would expect him to see. So it is very interesting to find his influence in music at such a degree and at such a young age. This gentleman, he's 24, 25 years old. Porter Robinson, he lives in uh, um, lives in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. He's a self-taught producer and songwriter of electronic dance music. He was named the Artist of the Year in 2015 and, uh, and is a major Billboard artist, uh, finding himself on the Billboard charts before he was the age of 21. And his first scene on the electronic dance music scene would probably be at Beatports. I'm not too familiar with that culture, the, the EDM culture that was that website, Beatports. But, you know, he has influenced a lot of different songs and a lot of different, a lot of assets of the electronic dance music scene. And 
I've been following his career um, for quite some time, and I just wanted to do a podcast on it, and I, I feel like that he is a very unique voice in the electronic dance music scene um, that n- with whatever he does from here on out, he has to see about proving himself. He can be a very multifaceted type individual, and I feel I find that if he takes the time and really develops his craft, he will find a very rewarding career in itself. The first reason that I would like to unfold about the electronic dance music scene, electronic dance music has expanded from its origins from being such a very unique type of music. Um, Stemming from the 80s and going on, the electronic dance music scene has grown in popularity throughout a generation of people, you know, millennials and people that have uh, that find that electronic, this type of party scene that is uh, electronic dance music. And I feel like there has been a rise of stars very similar to the rock era and the rock stars that we would uh, be attributed to as being these DJs that are through hosting parties and having these wild set of just celebration of their concerts it looks like they go through so much when it comes to putting the, these shows together and you know we can attribute this type of rock stardom i would say to current djs that we would find like um on the top of my head like steve aoki is a very big one and he he puts a, a lot of music and collaborates with a lot of different people and is known to be a very energetic type act when it comes to the electronic dance music scene just to attribute this kind of rock stardom it's you know it's not something new this occurrence of a, a star act has gone through you know way before where we're at at the state of electronic dance music as we are now there's a movie that came out in 2004 by the title of it's all gone pete tongue and it's a fantastic kind of timepiece of what um, in the public's eye i think what djs have become and are or attributing to this celebration of partying and you know being able to get people get you know millions of thousands of people to listen to the same thing and dance to this very hyperactive type of dance and it's just it's a lot of people and it's a lot of uh, it it takes a lot of influence because it's a movie about a rising star in the electronic dance music scene at least back at the time it was based maybe around in the 90s early 2000s about the DJ Frankie Wilde and his his very big influence in the um, electronic dance music scene, and it looks like throughout the movie he ends up losing his uh, hearing. And this is just a movie. If you want to take a watch to it, it does. In my mind, it does depict the general electronic dance music scene, and it does um, it does attribute to framing the the star rock star type attribution to what DJs are today. If you've ever gone to an electronic dance show, it is a lot of energy. It's a lot of it's a lot of dancing, it's a lot of energy. And it attributes to a lot of how people are finding that there has been a vast change in the listening ship and the people that really do pay attention to electronic dance music. It has gone by far throughout the whole world it's become the most popular and the most recognized and the most influential type music that is going through this generation and i went through my electronic dance music phase 
back when I was 20, 21, and it it was fun for a little bit. And I do live down here in Miami, so it is attributed to the fact that I am located in one of the biggest scenes in electronic dance music. But I feel like it is being drowned out by a lot of different influences, or I just got tired of it. It took a long time for me to kind of go over that uh, for myself. And I'm a lover of music of all kinds, and when it came down to finding that electronic dance music wasn't for me, the scene was a little bit too much, and you know, going to these concerts really did tire me out, I'd find that there had to be someone or something that sets people apart. And that's why I did want to do a podcast on Porter Robinson, because I feel like his approach to his music and the way he's gone about influencing and changing these concepts of you know this rock stardom type of he's always been very humbled about his music and throughout a lot of his interviews he always you know states that there is a beautiful side to electronic music um and whenever we do find djs you know there always is a build-up there's this gradual progression of chords or beats or something and if you can characterize that as being something that's celebrated and so much fun then by all means please celebrate but I feel like when it comes to Porter Robinson's approach to how music has there is beautiful sides to these moments when you're listening to him and when he drops the beat it's very unexpected it's very um, it's very thought out The second reason that I'd like to unfold is just my experience through the electronic dance music scene. I have gone to a lot of different shows, different genres of shows, and I've always been a lover of all types of music, as I mentioned before. Uh, My early exposures were probably back in high school, uh, not really paying too much of the attention to the scene that is surrounding of this variety of music. Um, Some of my favorite electronic dance music albums because i listen to albums i have a top five they're not in a certain order uh, at all just coming from where i'm coming from these are the influences that i feel that create my genre of electronic dance music you could probably argue with me it's not electronic dance music but it is electronic music that influences my taste in music so the first album is going to be cross by justice a very very well put album and the live album which is even better called across the universe across the universe is a fantastic live album that's come out um, along the same time this this album came out also dead mouse's a lack for a better name is one of my favorite albums as well hopefully strobe is probably one of the most influential pieces of music in the electronic dance music scene That is just a beautifully well done piece of music in its entirety, which I find fantastic. Disclosures Settle, uh, which is a really great album, probably came out a little bit before Porter Robinson's Worlds, but that has influenced my sound of electronic dance music. And it's just, it's a very unexpected style. I'm not too sure what type of style that would be categorized. Subtract is another artist that I find and I follow myself. That's a fantastic influence. It's um, he's it's spelled S-B-T-R-K-T. It subtracts all the vowels from the word subtract. His jungle style, which I find fantastic in the electronic dance music scene, is so influential. And in, he has put out some of my favorite music in the genre altogether. The last album is by far one of my favorite albums of all time. It is on my top three, if anything. Um, it's going to be Daft Punk's Discovery. And 
I can go on another podcast of how influential Daft Punk has been in the electronic dance music scene altogether. Um, that French duo and the robots that they portrayed back early 80s um, and 90s has definitely changed the influence of music or the electronic dance music scene. Whenever I do hear a DJ or some, uh, you know, some person cover or throw down a track from that album, I go absolutely nuts. And that's what I like about the type of music that it's influenced me a lot. And these types of things, when seeing these types of DJs live and seeing this energy that is expressed in electronic dance music. Dancing has always been a cathartic way of just releasing energy into the universe. And I feel being able to celebrate just these moments and times with people that surround you and enjoying the music, it's such a unique expression of humans that create this music. And of course, we've taken technology and we've influenced a lot of the music that we listen to nowadays with the types of programs that we use and the types of people that are making music. But all in all, it is just a big celebration of life that I find that electronic dance music is. And it's taken an era of understanding this type of celebration in music. It's taken some time to kind of fruitate and mature. And I find that this type of music, all together with the, the type of people that uh, I find in this genre, I've always loved being able to dance with people. And it took me a little bit of time. You know, people um, people find that dancing, especially when they're young, is such a weird thing to do. Being able to just dance to this type of music and celebrate it with the people around you is just beautiful. And that's what I attribute to a lot of my influences from electronic dance music. And that's why I do like going to shows like once in a while I'll go to electronic and especially during Ultra Week, a winter music conference that happens around March down here in Miami. And it brings some of the most unique acts in the electronic dance music scene, not just at the festival, which is going to be Ultra Music Festival that's held in downtown Miami, but a lot of DJs come and I've seen a handful of really great shows throughout all of that week and throughout all that time i was able to see subtract live there during that time i was able to see grizz um i was able to see um 12th planet with skrillex was really fantastic too so uh you know i've i've shared a lot of those experiences with me and uh just seeing that how much electronic dance music has evolved throughout the different styles and the different st- characteristics i'm not bound to one particular style like a music scene house deep house like there's so many of these different subsets of genres in electronic dance music that i can't really go into just because i'm not very much of an enthusiast about electronic dance music but when it comes down to how much this music has evolved over the last couple of years there's been such a grand following towards a style or a, a certain type of music i'm just so glad that i'm here living in this era to absorb all of this music in a certain sense and that's just my passion towards music and just understanding that being in that audience with those people and dancing around is so rewarding and i love absolutely love doing that type of stuff it's it's what i live for and what i want to continue doing even as i get old or Maybe not in the electronic dance music scene because that's it takes a lot of effort to go into um, to dancing in the, in that setting, but maybe in some other sense or some other genres. But I will never ever stop going to live music. Third reason that I want to unfold is going to be Porter Robinson's influence in all genres of animation, music, 
and the electronic dance music scene. Just looking at some of his articles and looking at some of his influences, um, approaching his music in a certain way, his early upbringing in the electronic dance music scene seems to be one of just, you know, pure luck. He started DJing um, and he was influenced by music at such an early age and with the portal that was Beatports back in the day, he was just producing music for himself, which was kind of, you know, it, it's kind of humbling. He was just putting out a couple of these songs that people started generally listening to, and his influence back in that really did define a subset of electronic dance music. Some of his favorite works, or some of my favorite works from him is like, um, the uh, mixtape of his uh, Spitfire, I think he released it underneath Skrillex's label. And, you know, just knowing that he was, he went on tour on a very early age with Skrillex and Zed, two DJs that I have seen myself, um, their, their, their energies are so different in definition and in comparison to Porter Robinson's. Skrillex is a very big banger kind of dubstep type remix, and it's always fun to dance to dubstep if you know how. It's very... It, it goes, I don't want to use the term, but it works out. It goes very hard, and that that hard kind of step to the beats um, really influences that. Um, also with Zed, he's very popular. He's very pop. His music comes from pop culture, and his his influences in that type of subset genre. It's fun that he remixes them so well and so influenced by uh, by his type of music. Um, but with Porter Robinson. His style and his grace when it comes down to influencing a lot of different areas of music is just so fascinating. And different areas of all bits of this information era that we have. His first influences would be Beatports. He had steps in not only music and not in only influencing music in a way, but he also influenced animation and uh, video games. He's always attributed his inspiration from video games, you know, his first exposure to music in itself, telling a story or telling, um, expressing these types of things, would be the video game Dance Dance Revolution, which is such a very popular... You know, if you were in the arcade era, it was like a, this one machine where you would be able to play and dance and step in time with the music that's being played. That kind of influences his drive to making music and just the uh, a Japanese culture and, and the music that was in those games that really kind of influenced his own sound, which is kind of unique. His steps into making this world's live show took so much effort and I'm reading articles about it and I'll, I'll I'll link some of the articles that I've read but you know he's been working and collaborating with so many different artists and uh, certain teams some of the main art that came from this tour which would be collaborating artists that he worked with, with was, was named David Anguado and he's a Spanish-speaking um, visual artist that, along with several other artists, um, or, you know, several artists, he's created this tour and the uh, the concept art for this uh, this tour world. And it's beautiful. It's, you know, and it just shows his type of caliber to be able to bring his influence from music and bring his influences or what he finds influential to create this world that create the world that describes this new world tour album to superimpose themselves together and creating a whole variety 
of just expressing how the music would be played. And thinking of music like that in such a visual sense takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. You know, he himself did not do the art, but him him collaborating with different artists and collaborating with David Guado just shows his type of caliber, the, the type of ability that he has to bring these certain ideas that he's created over the last couple of years and really influenced his side of what the music scene and what the art scene has to say about creativity and the collaborations that he's done in the past, either through being different remixes of his songs or the different types of uh, cover art that comes with each one of these songs. It's beautiful. It just further immerses the person that listens to this music and it influences a lot of other people that should be following suit. You know, there's a lot of artists that just put out very popular music or very that that uh, that's geared towards being on the radio and geared towards being played with these gigantic drops that have people you know dancing like crazy in their crowds but when it comes to his approach to the music um now in 2016 he's worked and collaborated with a Japanese company that um a Japanese animation company he's created a whole short and that takes a lot of language barriers to overcome because he's when wanting to work with music and and anime and his influence in animation and anime itself you can see that there's a lot of influence in that music so he's created this whole short by the title shelter um and just you could tell that he had a very big hand in the creative scene because he's created a world within this animation and i just like that he's taking this medium that is anime and he's expressing himself in such a unique way and a lot of people that love anime throughout the world they pay attention to it he's taking these uh, his different directions with his music and his artistic value and he's been he's been so influential in in that sense and i just these are some of the things that i find so influential about music and how he's created this type of world you know these worlds that we can immerse ourselves in through his influence in music and the last reason i'd like to unfold is going to be the world's tour I was very fortunate to be able to see his live act. I don't know if he ever remembers this show. He's probably played thousands of shows throughout his career. But during this world's tour, um, I got to see him at the Fillmore, Miami in on October 18th, 2014. And just so I can go back and remember this night. I remember living down in Miami, down in Kendall, and just getting ready and getting geared up for an experience that I was not expecting to see. You know, I just got out of school. I just, you know, I was telling my roommates that I was going to go down to Miami and I was going to go to this show and, you know, of Porter Robinson. And not knowing any of the influences behind, I was completely blown away. It is, it was such an experience to be able to be, you know, be in that crowd. And, you know, going into the venue, getting my ticket and stuff, um, you know, you can tell that there were this crowd of people that were just ragers in the music scene. You know, they they were the ones that were going and very influenced by the ultra music scene that's down there. And, you know, they, they you could tell that they were going to have a great time in that situation. When I got there, 
I was, you know, I wasn't really, I, I wasn't expecting much, but I wasn't expecting one of the best shows that I've ever seen in my music going career. Having these memories back in my head and just knowing that this is music that's been created in this, in this era and in this lifetime, I was, I'm so fortunate to be able to see that and be a witness to this world. Before, when I got to the concert, I was just hanging out. I went by myself which is something that a lot of people, especially when they go a concert like this, is something that's kind of unheard of. You know, usually you go to concerts, but this was an event that I'm, I knew I did not want to miss, and I definitely do not regret it at all. The opening act for Porter Robinson um, is going to be uh, a giraffic, um, very subtle in his delivery. I haven't seen him live before this concert, but his show is just something unique, but it parallels so well with, with Porter Robinson's music. You know, it's very subtle. It's a very West Coast vibe. And I really, I love his music. His music is very influenced in my, my taste and in, uh, in the music scene. So it's very fantastic. I was really surprised by what he threw down. And then Porter Robinson came on. This show was one of the best shows that I've ever been to in a concert like this. And just going back and going back in my head, um, you know, just finding that I was listening to worlds on repeat for months when I arrived at the show. It's just him, and he has his keyboard on the side. He projected, and you can tell there was so much gone into this performance with the art that was put on, the the, the types of displays, and the type of projections that we was putting on. I mean, you if you've ever you've gone to an electronic dance music show, they, they always put some like trippy, kind of like misleading type imagery behind the music that's being played, which it makes sense to some people people to have that kind of stuff if they're going out finding that the artwork reflected so beautifully the music that he was playing and the world that he himself wanted to create it was such a beautiful blend of influences that I was completely blown away when I uh, when I saw it because I wanted to enjoy this show. I didn't want to stand in the pit. I knew I can be closer, but I knew for a fact that I can get the whole experience anywhere in that theater. So I ended up deciding to sit in the back in the back of the room and just absorbing everything that was going on. He threw some songs that I was not expecting, some older songs that he mixed into the to um, in, into the album because I was expecting it to be all worlds, but he threw some very influential type stuff. Um, he had a Japanese imagery. He had art from from people that I have not seen, but you know this this world that he created. There's there's no denying that it's such a beautiful thing that he put together. His influence in Japanese uh, Japanese anime and video games and. Um, his music and his taste, such a beautiful way to capture that type of influence in his life and being able to show it to the world. And he's gone through a world tour with this whole album. He will always be one of those artists that you have to see live. If ever you're a big music fan of, you know, electronic dance music, his style and his approach and his his gusto in this music genre is so different and so unique that he's the same age as me. He's He's been influenced by the same type of things in the crowd when I was in the back. I remember seeing 
they looked like really good friends and they were sitting next to each other sitting and uh, kind of just taking the sights like I was and I looked over and they seemed to be people that don't go into the scene very well I can tell that that this album and this music and this of uh, this person that put this stuff together was what brought them into this venue they didn't look like the classic rager people with their colorful shirts or tank tops or you know really tight spandex that you would expect or you know these beads that you have with the with the plur aspect of electronic dance music these guys just seem to be really good friends they seem to be very big influenced by games and anime that was being portrayed on the screen i just looked over them and i was just humbled by that because with anyone if music is one thing that can bring people together and bring people to be set themselves outside of their comfort zone he brought these two people these two seemingly good friends that have been influenced by the same things and this album worlds they probably shared this album with each other for such a long time either playing in the car for each other or just passing on this link that we can already share a lot of data behind Music is one thing that has brought so many people together in a literally mass form of thousands of thousands of people to be able to listen to the same thing and to be able to share that with each other, either through dance or, you know, podcasts or videos or being able to share that type of there's no doubt that there is so much where we are in history now and how music will always shape our reality in our world. The world that Porter Robinson created, that really did bring me back, and being able to absorb all of what that tour was, he toured throughout the whole world with that. and um, He influenced so many people. If you are a lover of music, if you're a lover of anime, if you're a lover of video games, you can tell that his his reflection on all of these things that has influenced him is a pure reflection of that. It's just pure creativity that he's created with this album and the world tour that I'm so fortunate to be able to be absorbed in his world. So just a heads up, I will be seeing Porter Robinson live at Okeechobee 2017. So for those listening, please, I invite you to join me and I hope uh, and I know for a fact with the lineup that's going on in Okeechobee 2017, I'm going to have an amazing time. And I thank Porter Robinson for being on the headline for this show. Um, I thank music festival that is Okeechobee. I went uh, you know, earlier this year in 2016, and I had a blast. And when I, I'll probably do a podcast on Okeechobee later on in the future when I do have... Uh, when I am there. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm so humbled to be able to be a fan of yours and a fan of music and a fan of all of the things that influence my media and my consumption of things. You know, with anime, I do watch anime. With music, I'm such a big believer that music is one of the most, is the one thing that keeps my heart beating and keeps me alive. Thank you so much. Um, for everything. Thank you to Okeechobee. And thank you for the people that I'm here to share this music with. So please find me at Okeechobee. I will hopefully be in that crowd when Porter Robinson drops his first note. And that is just something cathartic. And that is something that I look forward to because of myself being in this world, I will be able to express that emotion. Thank you very much for listening. 
My name is Leandro Patalio. Once again, this is going to be the podcast Fold and Behold. Um, you can find me here at SoundCloud and now at the Google Play Store, like I mentioned before. Um, and my blog, my personal blog, is going to be foldandbehold.com. Hopefully, I'll have a link to the things that I've mentioned in the um, in this whole podcast. And I hope you follow and listen to the next couple episodes. So once again, thank you very much. And I hope you have a good day. Have a great day. Bye-bye.